This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by Chuckle Titties Water Park and Comedy Club in Columbia, Missouri. Chuckle Titties Water Park and Comedy Club. Come for the water park, stay for the laughs. You can go down a couple water slides and then walk your ass in your bathing suit right into the comedy club. And don't worry, there are no COVID restrictions. That's right, just show up with your bathing suit and stay all night and laugh. And now it's time for the Sports Lords. <laughs> oh, that's too much. What's up, guys? We're still alive. We made it. Not yeah, dead we made yet. It. We're not dead. And I'm just back from a trip to Chuckle Titties. I'm so pumped at Chuckle Titties <laughs> Comedy uh, Comedy Club and Water Park in Columbia, Missouri is our, our sponsor because it's one of my favorite places on earth. Yeah. We've been trying to land them for so long. It's amazing that we finally got them in the family here. And actually, yeah. I know that I know they They've gotten some publicity recently because a bunch of Missouri football players got COVID-19 at Chuckle Diddy's. But that doesn't mean it's not safe. No, so. it's – it's hey, trust me, it's – you know, I think that's coincidental. And I also want to say, a lot of people don't know this, I got my start at Chuckle Titties. Um Really? Yeah, I – I didn't know that. Back when I was living in Atlanta, I would commute to Columbia – just for to do a set a night and I'd come back. Uh, and That's I just, crazy. you know, What's that like a 13, 14 hour drive. Or it's about that. Yeah. But it was worth it. Um, it's paying your dues. It's paying your dues. And they have some of the best puppet comedians in, in the country. And puppet comedy is like not respected enough. And it mm-hmm. should be especially puppet improv, but even puppet stand up. Yeah, yeah, well, I think uh, puppet comedy is about to explode. Oh, yeah. Post-COVID and during COVID, it's the next big thing. So Yeah, you know what's going to explode? You know that thing where guys um, will, like, have the two bars strapped to them and they have, like... Oh, like multiple four... people around yeah, them, they've got, it looks like. like dummies. Yeah, that's going to be theater yeah, coming up pretty soon. We're going to go back to vaudeville. Yeah. Human marionettes. <laughs> yeah. We're going to just have vaudeville shows now. Yeah, they're going to get rid of all the Rockettes except one, and then she's just going to have the or the other ones attached to her doing mimicking her moves, and it's like, yeah. And I don't want to downplay Chuckle Titty's water park either by only talk, focusing on the comedy club because the water park is fantastic. And little known fact, chlorine kills everything. It does. We exactly. know that chlorine does kill everything. And exactly. Um, you know, and I think it's smart. It's a it's cost effective. They have the comedians control the pH balance in all of their pools. That's amazing. So yeah, if you're gonna do a set that night. You have to go check the pH balance, add a little chlorine to the kiddie pool or the lazy river 
or you know any of the any of the slides and one of the slides they just built i don't know how recently you guys have been you go down the slide and it it takes you right into the comedy club oh that's fantastic that's, yeah that's crazy because i always when i was there i was always like i wish i could just take a slide directly into the club <laughs> yeah, well uh, you, awesome. you can you can now yeah and, and it's like it coasts you right in and there's also a new guarantee on the website for those of you plugged into the comedy world chuckle titties will not book any la pedophile stand-up comedians no, that yeah. they know of. That they that know they of. know of. Yeah. Unless they're funny. <laughs> Unless they're funny. If they're exactly. funny, like they will book a Crystal Leah. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, he was on TV. Well, hey, you put meat in the seats, baby. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. He he's gonna he's gonna make you laugh. I've always found Crystal Leah to be hilarious. I love this sitcom, you know, and love that guy. And even never even hated if, his face, right? And and you know his his comedy has directly to do with my opinion on him grooming and and wanting to molest young children, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like he's funny, so it's fine. Oh yeah, oh yeah, all's uh, forgiven. Yeah. Um. But speaking of water parks, <laughs> did you? <laughs> Did you guys go to Whitewater in Atlanta? Because that was like our water park. And there was also Lake Lanier Islands further out. But did you guys ever spend a lot of time at Whitewater? I loved Whitewater. I only went a handful, maybe like four or five times in my entire childhood. Yeah. Tops. But uh, every time it was like, this is amazing. I liked it way more than like Six Flags. And Oh, yeah. wow. Well, I, yeah. I, I also loved Whitewater. I probably went quite a lot uh i feel like i went a lot and i would always get a really bad sunburn and i'd always go um you know usually you go to great american adventures american adventure yeah yeah and uh this was like a little tiny kid theme park right next to the water park and of course we all remember when atlanta brave walt weiss's son got e coli at yep. whitewater yeah, yeah whitewater would close for those who didn't grow up in atlanta I personally, I didn't like it. I don't like water parks. Um, I always find them kind of gross. And I uh, do now. Yeah. Back then, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. Now I don't. I think I would be disgusted. <laughs> Even back then, I wasn't crazy about it. But for those who didn't grow up in the Atlanta area, Whitewater, I feel like, and maybe I'm exaggerating, maybe I'm underselling this. I feel like they would close at least once or twice a season because of E. coli or someone shit in one of like the major in like the wave pool or something and they'd have to close the park down. It did seem like it happened uh pretty regularly, especially um yeah. Yeah, no, it de- that was definitely a thing. But well, yeah, was... my like ten year old brain didn't oh yeah understand that. I was just like, yeah, slides and the wave pool. And you had a good point. It is slides and wave pool. But yeah, I love that. Um I was always more of a Six Flags guy. The white, the water parks never connected with me as much, I guess. I don't really like roller coasters, so ah, I'm a little, there it little is. bitch yeah. boy like that. So I you're like, a water boy. I like I'm Six Flags. Boy. I'm a coaster guy. You're a water guy. Mm-hmm. You know, we can coexist. I, I and I merged the gap, but my problem with Six Flags was the lines were also always crazy long. Yeah. Whereas Whitewater, you're waiting five minutes tops in a line yeah 
you're just running right up because it's kid, kid after kid after kid. Yeah. Um, I also feel like I went to Lake Lanier Islands Beach and Water Park a little bit more than I did to Whitewater because, like, we would go to the lake. We'd go to Lake Lanier to hang out at the beach. And while there, it's like, yeah, I'll fucking go to the water park. Why not? Yeah. yeah. I mean, We're already I, here. My family's I, boring. I want to go be in the slides. <laughs> <laughs> I think I only went to the Lake Lanier Water Park, like, once. It wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever been, ever went to that. But. It's but, like, you know, yeah. It's like Whitewater, but it's like three things that Whitewater has. Yeah, yeah it's like a Nothing. little it's a yeah. little baby water park. It's dinky. The, they do have one cool thing I remember it was like a funnel and like you slide around the funnel and it plops you out the bottom like you're a turd. Yeah. <laughs> and you the experience know experience you getting flushed. The ultimate fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> where's all that shit and piss going i want to go there i want to go find my goldfish <laughs> <laughs> but i will say i just remembered i have gone not a water park but um on the cruise ship when i worked on a cruise ship when it was a certain day everyone would get off the ship and the performers a couple of us would one one or two times were like Oh, let's go up because there was like a little mini water park on the top of the ship. Uh, and that was gross. I don't think I would do that now. I mean, yeah. there was like no one in there, but, you know, we've discussed this recently. Cruise ships are disgusting. You know, we're rethinking everything now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, uh, water parks are sick, um, especially like we've talked about that. But like, ironically enough, to stick with this Georgia thread, like Lake Lanier itself, the actual lake might be grosser than the water park. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty gross. It's like <laughs> there's just the amount of car traffic that goes like right over it. Yeah. Alone. Yeah. And then like another thing that would happen every year in Georgia, there'd be some teen found dead in the lake. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because somebody yeah. would get drunk and drown basically. Yeah. So like yeah that that's uh yeah, like we, you know, Jimmy and I wrote a song about Lake Lanier, um, which you can find on um, Spotify. Spotify. It's called Pop the Top. Check it out. But uh, the whole reason we wrote that song is because if you're from the Atlanta area, like the grossest lake possible is Lake Lanier. Yeah. We talk about it the way people here in New York City talk about the East River. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to get yeah. in it. No, yeah. no, no, you don't. I mean, it's not, I would sooner it's get in Lake bad. Lanier. Yeah. I'd sooner get in Lake Lanier, but it's, it's pretty gnarly. It's not. But you have lake. options at other lakes and ponds in Georgia to go to. Yeah. That aren't as bad. Exactly. But yeah. Either way, we got here thanks to Chuckle Titties Comedy Club and yeah. Water Park. And I just want to say thank you and shouts out to them. And uh, this summer, now that coronavirus is gone and we don't have to worry about it anymore, like, Pack your bags. Get it. Get yeah. to Columbia, Missouri. You know, go check Dude. out the the comedy. Columbia is bumping, man. It's There's great. a lot going on down there. They're, they're not the only um, the only one. Like, I this is real. I saw um, Shane Gillis was uh, like two weeks ago or more, maybe like three weeks ago, doing a weekend of shows at a club in St. Louis. Yeah. And there's like, oh, we're socially distancing, like servers are wearing masks, but I'm just like, 
you know, they reduce capacity, but it's like, who, who wants to go to a comedy club right now? I've seen, I've seen videos. Uh, Mark Norman posted a video of his set in Dallas a couple weekends ago, I want to say. Yeah, which and is now a hot spot. Packed. It's packed with people, no one wearing masks. It just feels like nothing. It, it looks like it could have been a video from last year um, because no one gave a shit. And it's psychotic to me. And he was performing? He was performing, yeah. I like that guy, but isn't it also like, dude, why are you there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why no, are you sure. doing this? Yeah. No, I you mean, are- I've seen other comedians post today tour dates. Like, he's, I think in St. Louis and a few other places in the Midwest right now. Well, didn't D.L. Hughley pass out in a stand-up show in Nashville last week? Oh, and yeah. it turned out he has COVID. Really? Yeah, I think that's why. I'm pretty sure that's why he passed out. Probably so at Zany's in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, probably. So, like, what the fuck? You shouldn't. Why? That's a that's a major sign that. Uh, yeah, I've seen. That shouldn't I've, be going on. I know, and I've I've seen it's it's all the people who have something to gain by easing lockdown are the ones soft selling how bad everything is. Mm-hmm. Like, I was listening to another podcast of comedian that i like and i'm not even gonna name them but they were like oh yeah it's blah blah blah." and then at the end they were like oh and uh, i got some shows coming up in uh sacramento and uh it's like what Mm. are you fucking kidding me like no no we're not i'm not going to a place where people just like spray like (laughs) you make them laugh like (laughs) (laughs) i don't don't know it's just it's bizarre there's a lot of high-risk behavior going on all over the fucking place all yeah, over it's like, this dumb shit country yeah that's who i was referencing to uh yeah. i saw his <laughs> dates sorry we were in the chat here a little you'll a little never know secret. we never know we, we, we never named, know we name names but you can't know um, um yeah because they listen okay uh <laughs> I mean, yeah uh and yeah, i get it don't. like yeah, no, they don't. And I get it. Like, they got to make money, especially, like, stand-up comedians and stuff. But I feel like this whole pedophile thing should be scaring you a little bit more than coronavirus, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe what? they want to get out of L.A. Oh, because they're, they're, they're next? Maybe, I don't know. Not this person, per se, but, like, in general, I mean. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot willing of... to tour. I don't know. I'm... I'm uh... Yeah, the the pedophile. So it's yeah, it's Chris D'Elia's the pedophile, right? And Jeff Ross, allegedly, allegedly, alleged. I never, never would have guessed that Jeff Ross, who doesn't at a fifteen-year-old when he doesn't was at all look like the world's biggest scumbag. Yeah. When you look at him, it's so shocking that he's a real-life scumbag. Yeah, he's being it's accused a- of dating a fifteen-year-old when he was thirty-three, which is sick Whoa. as fuck. But Ooh. you know, to be fair everyone's favorite comedian, Jerry Seinfeld dated a 17 year old and he was like 38 or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, creepy and weird. Weird <laughs> wild stuff. What's the deal with consent? It is funny online right now when people are like, Hey, your friends are all going to get called out. I'm like, I think I'd know if my friends dated teenagers right now. Cause yeah, I would call them out first. 
Yeah. Hey, meet my girlfriend. She's a uh, six. I'm like, dude, no. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you see that video of Crystalia? Like finding out it? that Snapchats don't get deleted. Yeah. That we're ranting about them? how there's no pedophiles in LA. Which one? No, yeah, there, that one. But the one where you see on his face in real time. Oh yeah. He's like, wait, what? Oh, Snapchat? Those go away though. And they're like. Yeah. Well, yeah, but people could save them or screenshot them, and he's like, "Yeah, it's incredible." He's just <laughs> incredible. His, his, he's like freaking out on the inside, but trying yeah. to seem like fun, like he's having a good time. But yeah, yeah, this is a little inside baseball for a lot of you folks, not in uh, the scummy world we sort of deal in and used to deal in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll drop that, but. I don't know. I got a well, maybe not. There. I got a lot of things to say. Um, no, there's a decent amount of sports things happening this week. But yeah, before we get into that, how we usually talk about this? How was y'all's uh, week so far since last time we potted? Um, I was denied my ability to vote because my absentee ballot didn't show up. Mm. That was my thorn. My rose was uh <laughs> i don't know uh what's uh let's see uh and not much man you know same old shit yeah Just, yeah uh, um sorry go ahead Ken. no 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 that's that's it um yeah you know same old shit um last week i had a well last week i had a day where my boss at my job I have for fun that I'm going back to now for fun. Um, He told me last minute not to come in one day last week. Um, And then today he pulled the opposite. Um, He told me last minute that he wanted me to come in. Mm. Um, So I've been working and uh, just, you know, watching people in Brooklyn (laughs) Uh, take COVID-19. You can see people taking it less seriously with every passing day, Um, especially in, like, the wealthy neighborhood that I work in. Uh, There's just people – those people don't feel like the rules don't apply to them, which is crazy, you know? I mean, Jimmy, who is this? Jimmy, who is this? Your your boss or your wife? Am I right? Oh, Jeez, don't get me started over here. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I forgot I did work the rest of last week, and now I'm back to not working, which nice. got to say, prefer not working. Yeah. Call me crazy. Me yeah, um, man, I don't love my job. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a week of the same. Happy Daddy Day, I guess, to everyone out there um, who is a, a, a papa. Um, not a fun day for me. So also saw a happy to shout outs to everyone else who struggles with that. Um, yeah, fireworks are the big story around here, I think. Right. Yeah. Last like few weeks. And this past week has really picked up. And I guess they're happening around the country. I don't understand. So did... Obviously, I've seen some of the internet people who think, oh, this is actually like a government psyop and this is them trying to like yeah. 
I've seen theories where people are like, they're making noise so they can move in and the military can take over. Or I've seen... I've um, seen the theories that, like, yeah, they're just trying to fuck with us since we're protest Since people are protesting, like, cops or, or whatever, agents, whatever you want to fucking call them, are, like, setting yeah. them off to drive us crazy or to get us to call the police so that they can tell us, like, they're not going to do anything. Right. But I mean, yeah. I think it's just that there's no school or work for most people and people are bored. I think that's, that's more likely. I think it's part of it. Like, I think it's the kind of thing where if you're like a teenager, you don't have shit to do. Someone starts shooting off fireworks. You're going to be like, I want to shoot off fireworks. Mm -hmm. And then you just all shoot off fireworks. That seems the most rational. Yeah. I mean, I could get behind that conspiracy a little bit more than others i could see cops doing it i could see cops doing it to fuck you like as a fuck you but yeah it's just uh yeah we're we're, it's kind of like the you know do you ever have a sibling who like did the thing where they like put their hand in their your face and like i'm not touching you i'm not touching Mm, you mm -hmm. yeah it's like that it's like i'm not actually assaulting you but um it's annoying and yeah i saw that debunglio this dang mayor of ours is putting together a firework task force. Um, yeah, he'll get to the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> like, also, yeah, I, I don't know. If you're calling the cops about fireworks, fuck you. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that. that's the thing. I mean, I understand, like, you know, some people's dogs or whatever are sensitive to it. That's, that's I'm sure that's annoying. But oh, it's not really that big of a deal, man. I don't know. A lot of people seem to be overreacting. I feel like the fireworks thing here, and since I've lived in New York, every summer, especially as we approach the 4th of July, they just pick up. Yeah, there's like the like three weeks around the 4th mm-hmm. of July, this happens anyway. So it's yeah. like, oh, it's just happening like – you know, a few weeks earlier this year. There's 40 million unemployed people now, (laughs) you know? Uh, That could have something to do with it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. No. Yeah, that's how I feel. That said, the cop conspiracy theory, I mean, I like it. I like, you know, the cops are dickheads, so I wouldn't put it past them, but... Yeah, I believe I, I can get behind the cop one, but, like, the CIA military black ops thing yeah Yeah, that's a little too much i feel like they you know i don't know if they get that far i mean (laughs) yeah i'm trying to to torture brooklyn gentrifiers yeah we've got to to torment these gentrifiers with fireworks they'll tweet about (laughs) it they'll tweet about how scared their dog is (laughs) yeah so um but it's happening nationwide it's a thing. It sucks, but you know, that's like been the just, big talk. I feel like a lot just, of just toss it onto the hell world pile. Exactly. <laughs> Throw it on the pile, man. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You just, yeah. Toss it on in there. I mean, there's, there's, you can, the, the thing about the hell world pile is it's, it's, uh, it can be as big as you want it. Endless capacity. Exactly. Yeah. And it's already so big and stinky as it is. One little fireworks 
Ah, come on. Gonna, yeah. Hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'll take the fireworks over the helicopters hovering over my apartment building for hours at a time a few weeks ago when cops were beating us all across yeah. the city. Yeah. You know, that's, like it sucks for dogs. I get that, but. Better for humans, probably. <laughs> it's so. better to not get my ass kicked all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. But sports, right? Yeah. Sports, sports are... indeed. I mean, sports. They shouldn't be happening, but baseball's coming back. It seems like, uh, yeah, baseball's maybe coming back. It seems I, I currently have ESPN on, and um, every two minutes someone else is being reported as having COVID who's, yeah. a sport, who's an athlete. Yeah, uh, I just saw that the uh, just now the players have officially agreed to the health and safety protocols. Oh, so really? Is, the camps will officially open on July 1st. July actually, 1st? Actually happening. Good luck, fellas. It's mm-hmm. going to be supposedly a 60-game season. Uh, players are going to get their prorated rates. And 10-team um, playoff. I think major the owners wanted to expand the playoffs, but uh, the union said no, so they're going to stick to the 10-team playoff. And, um, yeah, that's kind of the gist of what's going what's the plan is, but uh, yeah, I think this, uh, coronavirus is going to have something to say about it too. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a safe assumption that once these players start reporting for training camp and getting tested, they're going to be like, holy shit, 25% of the league has it. Uh, let's put the brakes on this. Yeah, I think it might be for the best. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we're talking off mic, but I think sports in general in this country should be not played at all for the time being because we're not ready for it. Um, We did a bad job with this and it's not worth it. (laughs) Like I want them back real bad, but also like I don't want these guys to get sick or or this whole thing to continue longer than it has to. Yeah, I mean, it It seems like pretty fucking obvious now that when people gather in somewhat large groups, there's a huge explosion of the virus. Like, everywhere we've seen with places that have opened up and everything. It's also why I feel weird walking around and seeing people start to act more and more normal in New York. Yeah. I'm like, what makes you think that this is, this is over? That like, yeah, you know, some, somebody's not going to come from another area that just had a surge and spread it around New York again. Um, anyway. Yeah. I, 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 I'm a real mask extremist, I guess, because when I'm outside, I always have a mask on no matter what I'm doing, even if I'm just going for a walk around my neighborhood and have no intention to interact with people. Um, cause I feel like at this point it's like a sign of respect mm-hmm. to like wear a mask and it's like a way of demonstrating that you care <laughs> and that like you're doing your part. And I'm seeing more and more people every day walking around without masks on and, uh, it pisses me off. I don't know. It's fucked I'm, up. I'm with you, man. Like I had a friend the other day, like text me out of the blue and it's like, Hey man, I'm in your neighborhood. Do you want to go get lunch? And I was like, 
fuck no. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. You that know actually, this is still happening, right? Yeah. That actually just happened to me today. <laughs> Someone texted me. It's like, yeah, what are you up to? I'm in your neighborhood. And I was like, I don't. That, that, okay. Well, I'm inside yeah. not getting sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm inside healthy as a little fucking bumblebee or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Sure. But, uh, yeah, g- going to eat lunch with someone sounds like a nightmare to me. Of all the things, that's the one thing you have to take your mask off for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to, like, you know, if it's someone who I trust and they're like, you want to, like, grab a drink and walk around the park and, like, keep our distance? Yeah. I'd be like, sure. Or if you guys are but, like, hey, do you guys want to go on a bike ride or something? It's like, yeah. fair. We're away from each other. We're, you know, whatever. Yeah. But eating? But, like, going and, and especially, like, in Manhattan, you know, eating outside, it's, like, it's already can be kind of gross because it's just, like, fumes yeah. Yeah. Dirty. Yes. It's weird smells. It's chemtrails. Yeah, chemtrails. <laughs> Don't get me started on those. <laughs> and then you add to it that we're just like shoving shit in our fucking mouth hole and and making someone like wait on us. Uh, and the way I eat, it gets yeah. everywhere. Oh so, yeah. Brother, yeah. I'm right there with you. I usually <laughs> oh, yeah. just bury my face directly into the plate absolutely down like a pig in a trough yeah absolutely uh, yeah so baseball wants to come back um the nba there's players more and more starting to come out saying they're not going to participate um i think it was trevor ariza that came out today saying he wasn't going to go to the bubble and he's going to lose out on like 1.5 million dollars but he's like i'd rather spend that time with my son because he's got time to like catch up with him and he's like I don't want to get sick either especially with Florida right now being one of the worst places in the world um, for this disease and even though they're going to be in the bubble at Disney the employees who clean and who do stuff they're still going to go home they're not they're not quarantined away from their families they're going to like be back and forth so which you can, doesn't make and they're not going to be tested it. either, like the players. They're, they've already said they don't have enough tests for those Disney people, so you're going to bring it shit in. Yeah, it, it, that shit does make sense to me. That like It's not a bubble. If there yeah. are people who are there who aren't in the bubble, yeah. then it's not a bubble. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I thought initially it was just going to be like straight up, no one gets in and out. This is completely yeah, sealed off. Yeah. Only basketball, only people approved by the NBA, and that's it. But it seems like it's not, and it's like that's not safe. Yeah, it's a bad idea, especially in Florida. Yeah, um, I saw today that this guy Davis Bertons, yeah, on the Wizards, Davis, Davis. Excuse me, yeah, because he's I guess he's Latvian. Yeah, yeah he's so from Latvia. Definitely yeah. not. It's not like oh, I'm Davis Bertans. That's what I thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you see his photo, you you realize quickly yeah. he's like a Euro guy. Yeah, but he he came out today and said he's not going to do the bubble. Yeah, because he's about to be a free agent, and he had the best year of his career this year. Yeah, and he's I guess he's had two ACL injuries, so he's like, why the fuck should he I play for the Wizards? They're not going to yeah, do anything. He, exactly. And he's like, this is a waste of time for me. 
because that's the other thing his point it's not just like the disease it's like why would i go get injured potentially yeah if if you're in a contract year if you have a history of injuries if you're on a bad team like why risk it yeah exactly and i'm sure there are going to be more and more guys now who are going to be like why why i'm the 10th man on this team that's not even good yeah no i don't need to be in the bubble man i'll sit this out so yeah it's it's bad because they're not going to be able to enjoy the resorts either. Like they were showing the different, the three different resorts they're all staying at, and like the pools aren't open, um, like the bars aren't open. Like they're going to keep things shut down. So it's like, yeah, you just have a hotel and a golf course. Yeah. So you're why we bored as fuck? And you're and again, these guys are already like rich. They're not essential workers. There's no point. Like I yeah. don't, I don't begrudge any of the people who say no. I think they're Absolutely. completely correct. Yeah, yeah. So baseball is now <clears throat> decided they're they're coming back. We'll see how that goes. The NBA is moving forward as of right now. Major League Soccer is uh, also coming back in Florida, and they've already had players test positive, so they're also in the same mm-hmm. boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And now with college football, like it's like every day there's an announcement that some school has a dozen players who have tested positive. And it just seems like it's impossible. Like there's no way you guys can pull this off. But they're in denial about it. I'll, it be, like. I'll actually be pissed off if they play college football right now. Yeah. Like as much as I love it and I want to see it, like it's – completely irresponsible for people to allow those kids to play it really is or to kind of force them to because you're it you know kind of push their hand yeah yeah they they there's no i don't know it's crazy that they haven't already just announced we're not going to be playing college sports this fall yeah we'll Well, check back in about it is they make so much money off of it because if they didn't, they would have canceled it like two months ago. Yeah. But they're like, oh, this is a lot of these big football schools. They're, this is a huge chunk of their budget every year comes in from these football revenue. Yeah. So they're like, oh, no, we'll be fine. We'll go ahead with it. It's fucked up. And it's like, yeah, the guys that are the players, they'll get drafted no matter what. Because, like, they yeah. can work out for an NFL team and the NFL team can see how – like, Trevor Lawrence, if he doesn't play right now, he's still going to go to the NFL. Absolutely. Justin Fields, he's going to go to the NFL. You know, like, yep. the guys that are going to get drafted will get drafted. There's no yeah. worry there. So, yeah, why do this? This isn't to yeah. benefit anyone other than the people making the money off off of this. Right. aren't the players. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, it's kind of, like, revealing – I mean, like so many other things with COVID, it reveals how fucked up things actually are. And college football is just another example of like, oh, yeah, it's, this virus is so, sort of pulling the curtain back and we see that it's actually just a giant, it's a big business that cares nothing for, you know, the young men who, who put in all the labor to make, make the fucking money off of it. Yeah. Um, God bless this nation. God bless capitalism. And it's also just crazy watching. Like I watched, I watched a bunch of Premier League games on Saturday, 
And it's like, uh, who, who knows? They might have an incident or something, but it's like, man, they, they were sure were able to get this, uh, their shit together pretty quick, huh? Yeah, Germany, Spain, and England, and now Italy, Italy but Italy ha- had a bad time early on, and so did Spain. But yeah, they were able to get it together, and they are doing it. They're all doing it, and then meanwhile, we're here like, we haven't controlled shit. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's our rugged individualism, man. You're on your own, buddy. Best yeah. of luck out there. Hope you don't get it. But uh, keep shopping and, and buying <laughs> shit because that's your number one duty. That's your duty. That's yeah. your reason for being. You better uh, consume. Yeah. One good thing about college football, though, I will say, is the player, not with the corona part of Hell World, but with the racist, systematic racism part yeah. of Hell World that we're fighting sure. as well. That's a big um, part of the Hell World pile. Yeah. yeah. Uh, players are starting to realize they have voices. And I did want to shout this guy out, um, Kylan Hill, who's a running back for Mississippi State, maybe the best player on the team. He he went after them today or yesterday, and he tweeted out that um, he said he won't play again for Mississippi State. He won't represent his college until the state of Mississippi changes their flag and takes the Confederate flag off. Because I think they're the last one, or one of the last ones. They're the last one, I think, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. although Georgia's always been real sneaky about it. Yeah. They're like, we'll change it to this thing, and then someone's like, hey, wait a minute, that's also a Confederate yeah. flag. <laughs> and Tennessee's a little sneaky about it, too, because they have, like, the three stars, which supposedly yeah. represent East, Middle, and West Tennessee, because that's how they split the state. But it's like, this looks a little familiar yeah. to me. Um, but yeah, he said he's not going to play. Um, the SEC has also come down on Mississippi saying that unless they change the state flag or if they don't, they just will never host any kind of championships or anything in that state. Um, the thing I'm waiting to see is uh, Kylan Hill's coach's response because so far it was like a short one because he's Mike Leach. And we know oh, that guy, uh, how he right. feels about things. He said he supported the player or whatever, but I'm waiting to see more once he gets going, what he has to say about this. Because that guy's a fucking psycho. Yeah, it's, it's insane how bad Mississippi... Mississippi is just a bad, fucked up, racist state. And that's saying something for America, and especially the South, how bad Mississippi is, man. Yeah. But, but it's cool that, that that kid is using his leverage, man. Him, yeah, yeah, because like that's a big deal in that state where nothing like foot college football is like the one of the biggest things they have going. Right. So it's like, yeah, you do have power. You're and you, sh- yeah, do I it. I mean, look man. at what other guys have done in their schools. So that's I thought that was kind of a cool thing, and I'm glad he's speaking out, and I'm glad he's getting support. Um, because, yeah, I mean, if this is what it takes, if, if college football players are the ones that are going to change the state flag in Mississippi, I'm all for it, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, they'll listen to the star running back. That's one of the few people of color that they'll probably <laughs> listen to in that right. dumb shit state. Um, and, Kevin, I don't know if you saw this, speaking of the <laughs> – 
the the rate systemic racism around the world, but in the Premier League, shifting over to similar to Mississippi, England, um, <laughs> during uh, the Manchester City Burnley game a couple of days ago. Oh yeah, I saw this at the start of a game. A plane flew over the stadium with a big banner that said "White Lives Matter, Burnley." Right, it's like that's oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you know, I just you got to get the message out there, and <laughs> if it's got to be a grassroots thing where you you buy a plane, I like how he added Burnley. <laughs> right, because they were playing in Manchester. Really? Yeah. I don't even know where really. Burnley is. I don't know where Burnley is either. Um, I'm guessing it's a lot like Starkville, Mississippi. Yeah, I'm going to assume it's uh, kind of the middle of nowhere. But, yeah, I saw that. And, I mean, I, I, I guess it makes me – I don't want to sound like, you know, glib about it. But it's like, well, okay, at least we're not – the only ones who are pieces of shit in America because yeah. you know they, they won't do stuff like that in America because they're afraid of the like dumb meathead response like they they put on all the Premier League jerseys on the back Black Lives Matter yeah and they have the patches they have patches even in FIFA they didn't update so all the players in FIFA have Black Lives Matter on their jerseys nice. so and I watched like three games on Saturday. Burnley three. lost that game five to nothing, by the way. Before, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they do they do a moment of silence for the victims of coronavirus, uh, which was crazy because one match I watched, one of the guy's dads died like three weeks ago from COVID. Anyway, so they do a moment of silence for that, and then they all take a knee and do a moment of silence for Black Lives Matter. So it's like this league-wide thing that they would never do here because they'd be afraid of the response of the dumbest fans. And the knee isn't even a, a league-ordained thing. Like the, the moment of silence for the co victims of COVID and the NHS, I think the Premier League is like, we're going to do this. The knee was kind of a organic thing. The players were like, we want it. Because it, it happens after the ref blows, up, blows the whistle. Mm -hmm. And the ref will uh, kneel okay. too. It's not just the right. players. The ref also kneels. So, okay. but Burnley, yeah. just so you know, is located in Lancashire, England, uh, and it's 21 miles north of Manchester. Okay. Okay. No. Wow. Yeah. Way it's like there. a suburb of Manchester, I guess you could say. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, very surprising to hear Northern England as racists, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I so anyway, it's it's cool to see a league-wide thing that is like, you know, they all got on board, and it's but it's it's strange to see it where it's like it sort of feels like a condemnation of our country, rightfully so. That it's like, hey, look, they all got on board with this message that here is somehow controversial, like right. Oh yeah. In, in Germany, the players also wear like I mean, Frankfurt changed their sponsor on their chest to hashtag Black Lives Matter, and they also kneel in and sell you know when they score goals and stuff. You know, in Germany, who has a little bit of a history of not being the most tolerant, mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I they're they doing were. it without any controversy. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah and then the other big um i guess racial news item was that the i think he's the only black nascar driver bubba wallace since 1971 yeah uh he Someone found a noose in his garage and, uh, you know, it was like, oh my God, this is, you know, it was like horrifying when I saw that. And it was cool to see the NASCAR uh, drivers and crew members all like rally behind them and like walk his car out. Yeah. But a bit of an oopsies, uh, (laughs) they investigated and apparently it wasn't a noose. It was just a pull rope for the garage door. So that that's not good. That's not good because uh as we were saying earlier, it makes a lot of like psychos are like, Yeah, see it's a liberal conspiracy and these cucks think everybody's out to get them. Yeah. Uh, Y'all are so sensitive about every little thing. It's just to open the door. Look, dudes, just because people are getting lynched for real around the country right now, like, it's a conspiracy. It's nothing in NASCAR. Yeah, come on. It's nothing in NASCAR. So, yeah. No racism in NASCAR. Just bring back the flag, man. Shout it. Just bring back the, the Confederate flag. Come on, NASCAR. Come on now. Bring it on back. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah uh but i guess the 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 good thing was seeing like the nascar at least people directly involved be like hey racism's bad which is yeah. a big step for nascar the solidarity shown amongst the drivers both like current and and prior it's like it's been nice to see again in that sport of all the sports you know um, for Richard, because like Bubba Wallace drives for Richard Petty's team, and for Richard Petty, who's like, you know, legendary icon of NASCAR, to be behind him, and he was like, the only thing I want to do is show up and hug my driver. That's all I want. Uh. Like, well, you shouldn't, because there's coronavirus, and you're like 85 years old or whatever. But it's cool that you're showing solidarity for him. Yeah, I mean that is it is kind of amazing to see see the message getting through to a a huge group of people who have traditionally been very resistant to listening. So they, yeah, that is, even though it's, it turned out to be like a false alarm. It's like, Oh wow. Yeah. There are are people who are more open to it. But it's a good false alarm. And and I should say, it's not like the only alarm because there was also someone got a plane and flew a flag that said defund NASCAR and had a Confederate flag because as we probably mentioned, uh, NASCAR has now made it. You can't fly Confederate flags yeah. at events there. So, um, so that, that you know, that's a real thing. So. Yeah. And it's a good false alarm. Cause it means that someone wasn't directly threatening him with death necessarily. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I'll take this false alarm any day. Yeah. Over yeah, at someone sure. actually doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, yeah the, the, like you guys were saying, the, the fans who aren't there yet are going to try to use this as like leverage to go back. Yeah. That's just Absolutely. what they do, man. That's what damn dudes do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, uh, one other thing I wanted to mention was um, uh, this is like totally personal, uh, but we've talked about this man several times. But um, uh, if you got the New York Times, I highly recommend checking out the article about Bill Simmons and the ringer. Mm. Uh, and uh, if you didn't believe us when we said he, this guy was a huge tool bag, in the past, you can read it for yourself and see how much of a dickhead this guy is. Because um, the article basically boils down to why is the ringer so white? Why, why have you not hired more people of color? Especially like you cover the NBA and the NFL and you don't have any black editors at all covering those leagues that are predominantly black. <laughs> um, especially with the Colin Kaepernick shit, you don't have any any black person co- uh, covering systemic racism. So basically that's what he was pressed on and uh, Bill Simmons showed his ass and uh, rather than just uh, apologizing and accepting his mistakes, he fought back and uh, yeah, fuck Bill Simmons. Yeah, he's a douchebag. Um, I feel like part of what helped fuel his rise to prominence was that um Right when he was when he was the sports guy at ESPN mm-hmm. in like the early aughts, on was page right two? when, when yeah exactly when Boston had its its like sports renaissance between the Red Sox, the Celtics winning a championship, and of course the Patriots, and that I feel like he kind of that he helped he sort of rode Boston's uh, rise as a sports town in the early aughts. And now we're stuck with him as this like national sports journalism guy. Yeah. Jerk off guy. And also he sort of stole Boston valor cause he's from Connecticut. Right. And he's not really That's like, right. Yeah. I mean, I think one, uh, he spent time in Boston, but I don't think he ever lived there until after he was out of college. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Man, for a guy who's like, I'm the Boston guy. It's like, you're yeah. barely a Boston guy. Yeah, It's like me being the New York guy. Now, I am the New York guy, but that's different. <laughs> well, yeah. We all know that. Yeah. Um, of course, man. But yeah, it's like, these stories come out and you hear about Bill and it's like, you start to correlate a lot of stuff that we've talked about and other things in his past and it kind of makes sense of like, why he takes this approach. I mean... We've criticized him, like, why do you hate Trey Young so much and, like, jerk off Luka Doncic? And it's, like, pretty obvious, I think, why. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, I, I mean, is. that is true, yeah. If you, if you scratch a lot of his opinions a little bit. You can there, see it. And he, like, yeah. he, he, love, he really likes Kevin Herter. Yeah. That's another weird thing. Yeah, Kevin Herter's <laughs> his guy. And then, as we were talking just now, I hadn't even pieced this together um, until just now. Which, again, it's nothing, but it's, like, something, maybe. Jimmy Kimmel has been, you know, under fire for his blackface Carmelone impressions that he did. And uh, whose first job was writing for the Jimmy Kimmel show? Well, none other than Bill Simmons. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Now, yeah, I... Now, that's just me being an asshole, and, like, there's no correlation to anything there. 
I'm just trying to bring down Bill because we need to rise above the ringer. Yeah, I'd rather but, bring down Bill than. But Jimmy I'd rather bring Kimmel. down Bill than Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> like Jimmy yeah. Kimmel, I have, I've actually like. I mean, I don't watch his fucking show, but he's pretty. He's funny. He speaks Fine. out against Trump. I like that, and he's got yeah. some funny jokes. Yeah, and, I don't think I don't think he's a bad guy. I think if you did that, that Carl Malone stuff is obviously in poor taste. In his defense, it was like 1998, and people are are more are better about calling yeah. that stuff out now than they were then. I think it's back not to then, excuse it, yeah. But, and the other defense of Kimmel is the man show was better when he was on it than when it was Joe Rogan and Doug Stanhope. I yeah. forgot that. Yeah. They did that. <laughs> I forgot that too. Yeah. It was better when it was Kimmel and Corolla. Yeah. I forgot that there was a second version. <laughs> I mean, I watched the man show cause I was like 13 years old. So it exactly. was like, yeah. Yeah. it came around at the perfect time. And I, I remember on comedy central. Yeah. Women but especially that cause it was like dude. women jumping on trampolines yeah. and then, the guy who just chugged beer. Yeah, the guy the, who chugged all the beers. <laughs> ziggy Saki, Ziggy Saki, yeah, boy, 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 boy. boy. Uh, so there's that guy. And then, you know, I'm going to be honest. I remember when he first started doing that Carl Malone bit. When I was like 13, I thought that shit was hysterical. Yeah, yeah and same not, here. Yeah. Not because he was doing black. I was just like, oh, that's a funny impression and what you're saying. Because it was funny because it was specific in a way to Carl Malone. It was like this weird yeah. specific take it on was Carl funny Malone. to me i think it was funny to us because we're sports fans and we yeah. understand it whereas yeah. like if my mom or my wife saw it who has no idea who Carl Malone is it'd be like what the fuck is this <laughs> yeah right. that's true Carl Malone yeah. is a funny guy and he's a he's weird a guy. also a creep uh, yeah but you know he's a he's, weirdo he's like a libertarian motorcycle rider guy. he's a yeah. redneck from from rustin louisiana which is the i know where rustin is because my old roommate was a was from there it's like the northern part of louisiana where louisiana tech is and he, he yeah, he's a motorcycle rider who owns a trucking company because his dream job was to be a trucker but then he turned into a really good basketball player <laughs> oops yeah 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 there's like the catholic part of louisiana which is fucked up in its way and that's then like the, the new orleans bayou area yeah. yeah exactly and then the northern part's all crazy baptist motherfuckers it's more arkansas in the north than it is yeah. New orleans yeah for sure yeah and anyway so that's that's all to say so it's not to justify the no the, no no not at all face. yeah but i think you, you can't think it's a coincidence that he did that and around the same time jimmy fallon did a chris rock impression right and i think that yeah. that clearly showed that it was a time where People were like, well, they're doing an impression. It's fine. This isn't offensive. And now yeah. we know, hey, you know, that's just, well, let's not do that. Also, not Mike, do Myers, that. Mike Myers did the love guru. That wasn't even an impression. Right. That was just him putting on brown face and pretending. Yeah. And it's his best movie. Uh, absolutely. Easily. I could yeah. quote it right now if it was allowed, but it's not. So. Yeah. If you guys allowed me to tell the funny jokes from that movie, you would see how funny it is. <laughs> so true. But instead, I'll just ask, do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> yeah. Do I? Do I make you Randy? <laughs> <laughs> Which that movie, I think, is still funny. The first one, I think, is still really good. Second yeah. one's good, too. Third one? Third one's Not bad. so much. Yeah. 
Second one I haven't seen in a long time. I remember liking it when I saw it, but the first one I saw like maybe six months ago on TV randomly, and I was like, this is pretty funny. Dude, I'm telling you, go pop on part two. It's on Netflix right now. The Spy oh, You Shagged it? Me. All three of them are. Oh, nice. I just, yeah, I forgot how funny Will Ferrell's little bit is. Yeah. <laughs> in those <laughs> movies. Yeah, he's... Uh... He's a real talent, that guy, that that Bill Farrell. Yeah. He is. He is. I do remember, though, my one moment when I, at the height of his fame, I think I, Jimmy, you might have been with me. It was when that movie Kicking and Screaming came out. Uh-huh. And I went and saw it in theaters because I was just like at an age, I was like a teenager and was like, Oh, uh, Will Ferrell's funny. I'll go see that. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, this is a bad kids movie. This Yeah. I know that's how, that happens to every like super successful comedic actor is they just they cash in and they're in a bunch of just garbage mm-hmm. dog shit movies. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, well, you know, they're getting paid, I guess. So, yeah, I remember when I first learned about how the in, how the industry works and how awesome and cool it is. Um, and it was partly from Will Ferrell and Adam McKay when they were like, yeah, so all we got to do is go to a studio, pitch him our idea, and then be like, all right, and then we'll do a couple of your duds as long as you allow us to do Step Brothers and Anchorman yeah. and like those insane movies that we do. I'll do Kicking and Screaming and Bewitched and right. you know all those and, other ones. Right, yeah, um, exactly. So it's like, oh, okay. I that I, I can get down with that a little bit more, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because there was like a five-year period where Will Ferrell was in like three movies a year, and and at least two of them were just pure dog shit. But I was like, yeah, well, he's really funny. He's got to make his money right while he like, can, I guess. He would do those dog shit movies and then put out that one movie that's all in Spanish, even though he can't speak Spanish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, I forgot the name of that one, but I forgot uh, about me, that. Yeah, me papa something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I did not see that one, but yeah, I, I think I started it and was. It's like, not okay, great. No. I wanted to like it. I wanted to convince. It was one of those like I saw it and I was like, no, that was good. I, I definitely enjoyed that. And I was like, no, I I I didn't. It's it's okay yeah. to not like it. <laughs> yeah, I like the experimental idea, but yeah. It's no yeah, Nacho that, Libre. No, it's not. Yeah, there are so many comedians who have who have gone through that. I mean, there was a period where Zach Galifianakis was they made like four hangover movies. Yeah. Um it's like, yeah, he's really funny, but you know, he was in the first hangover movie and people you people know, all up. the norm yeah, all the normies who'd never heard of him before were like, that guy's hilarious. And he cashed in on it for like five years. And, and now he lives know. on a blueberry farm in the middle of nowhere, North Carolina, because he hates Hollywood. Exactly. That's <laughs> right. That, that, was my, that was my dream. I know. That's the whole dream get right money there. enough to never have to do that again. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah I wanted I, it too. Yeah. But, you know, I guess instead I'll just have to uh, – I don't know. We all just need to accept working until we're 89 years old. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the future that I see for myself. 
if I'm lucky. If I don't if die. Lucky. If I don't die in the next two to three years, then, uh, yeah, I'll work into my 90s, and uh, that'll be great. I like how optimistic you are. For me, it's like if I don't die in the next two to three months, maybe I'll <laughs> work next year again. Yeah, I, might, oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go – I'm just going to move move to a plot of land and, mm-hmm. you know, let death take me eventually. Yeah. I mean, why don't we buy a plot of land near Columbia, Missouri so we can just live away from everyone and be close to Chuckle Titties comedy and uh, wa- uh, water park? It's not a bad idea. I've never I spent – much time except for when i would just be in and out but Mm -hmm. i'd like to spend more time in missouri it seems like a great place oh yeah you got the ozarks you got st louis you got part of kansas city you got columbia columbia uh Uh, uh, that's about it yeah (laughs) yeah i mean i can't think of anything else i was trying i was really trying to think of another city or something there and i just couldn't no but um yeah that's that's kind of all the stories i got for this week fellas i don't know if you guys got anything else y'all want to cover no i guess uh it's just you know trying to um you know stay alive in these covid times yeah and i'm watching Um, this boxing match in las vegas which just seems like a terrible idea yeah dana white is actually gonna go through with his like fight island um like in the middle east somewhere like i'm sure he knows some rich middle eastern guy that owns an island and they're gonna do their fights out there like in the summer which is cool yeah that sounds cool and and not some kind of weird dystopian doesn't sound like the plot of some fucked up movie i know featuring john claude van damme Mm -hmm. it doesn't doesn't sound like that in any way no 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 it doesn't sound like the quest at all the worst version of Bloodsport. Um, I a little fireworks update for you guys. I just heard my first fireworks of the night. Nice. So it could be in late tonight. yourself. Yeah, this is a late start. Yeah, but, but um, I'm sure you'll be hearing them soon. Yeah, I'm sure I will. <laughs> but um, yeah, as we're wrapping up here, uh, I do want to do a quick plug. And I want to plug this again because I did a few weeks ago, but it's it continues to get better. So it has nothing to do with me, so you know it's good. Uh, the podcast Bible Brothers just keeps oh, yeah. getting funnier as they get deeper into the Bible, and uh, I highly recommend people check it out. Podcast Bible Brothers? Yeah. Yeah. I need Dan to, Klein I, and Robert Patnick host it. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Dan, they've I had forget. a few... They've had some funny. They've had funny guests on, like Hayes Davenport from Hollywood Handbook's been on it. Nicole Byer's been on it, and she was really funny. Mike O'Brien was on it this last week, and it was really funny. We just got through Abraham, the story of Abraham and uh, his son Ishmael, who he's going to kill, but then God is like, "No, don't." Yeah, it's like okay. I was just pranking you. (laughs) Epic own. Right, gotcha. Yeah. Got you, bro. What's and it called again? Bible Brothers. 
Bible Brothers. Before that was Abraham having to circumcise his friends and family and explaining that to them, which is very funny. Because <laughs> God's like, you know what? I want you to snip everyone's dick off or like the tip of their dicks. Just do it for me because that's what I want. Oh, yeah, man. That's that's the tradition that Western civilization is founded on, my yes. man. No, it's... When I read the Old Testament, I understand why people take it so seriously and how they can worship it as the holiest <laughs> book. I get it now. Um, no, it's a great podcast. I highly recommend it. If you're a religious person, they're not making fun of it. They're coming in with open minds for real to like discover this, but it's, you know, they're having reactions that a TV writer would because this story makes no sense. Yeah. Um, and the way they describe God is Kramer from Seinfeld, who just pops up out of the blue with some <laughs> insane idea. And it's like, all right, we're doing this now. <laughs> God as Kramer from Seinfeld. I mean, that's what it good. is. He just shows up and it's like, circumcise people. Or like, <laughs> I'm going to destroy the whole world and start over. And everyone's like, yep, we're going to go with you. <laughs> so yeah, you check out Bible Brothers. That's my plug for the week. Oh, yeah. My plug is check out fanatics.com. They got some deals on sports merchandise. Uh, or, you know, just do what I did and then be like, some of, they don't have exactly what I want. And I purchased a couple of jerseys on eBay that are coming soon. And I'm not going to tell you guys what they are. I'm going to wear them. And hopefully Ooh. we'll be doing a live Twitch stream soon. Oh, and everyone yeah. can see the jerseys and thrill to them. We can put them on the gram as well because I haven't posted shit on there for a while. Sure. I mean, yeah, it felt weird to post anything there for a while when there was... Still does. Still feels a little weird, but I think it's, it's like, you know, you, you got to watch, watch what the Karens do. Once the Karens go back to normal, you're like, all right, that's safe. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I, I don't have a plug... Other than uh, if you haven't, if you're a Sopranos fan oh, and you haven't yeah. listened, please check out Talking Sopranos. Um, it's, 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 it's incredible. It's I've so been getting good. into it. It's good. The it's newest so good. one, Jimmy told me ahead of time that Steve Sharippo had some good, and he did, <laughs> he did this whole thing where like, like he was trying to have a serious conversation, but it's so funny to watch him and Michael Imperioli talk to each other because, like, Michael Imperioli will indulge him, but he's also, like, not the same level of meathead. So yeah, he's... like, Steve Sharippa is, like, a fucking 70s Italian, like, guy, Italian Bensonhurst <laughs> guy from Brooklyn guy. And Imperioli is, like, an artist, like... You know, like funky, you know, new wave, still, new wave Brooklyn. Yeah, well, he's like, he's just like, I don't know. They're, well, they're very different. Yeah. Sharippa is a stereotype. Yes. Come to yeah. life. And Imperioli exactly. is an actual human who is nuanced <laughs> yeah. and complex. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, but Sharippa had this whole thing where he's like, I had a buddy. He goes, he's got a, he's got a woman. He's about to sleep with this woman and he goes into the bathroom and he hears a fart. And he comes out and he says, put on your things. You got to go. You got to leave. And then he, instead of just being a funny anecdote, then he poses the question imperially like, would you do that? 
if a woman <laughs> farted, would you have sex with her? <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's amazing. It's, yeah, it's great I would. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't think twice. Um, but yeah, uh, highly recommend it. And while we're just talking on about that, uh, this week was the seven-year anniversary of the GOAT, James Gandolfini, mm. passing away. Mm-hmm. May he rest in peace. Yes, this, ded- this episode out. is dedicated to the memory of James Gandolfini. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, for the movie is. The Mexican, not The Sopranos. Yeah, no, strictly for that performance. I oh, did man. just see him in, uh, like, was sort of a, big breakout for him true romance i just mm-hmm. saw that movie for the first time i'd give that a plug quentin tarantino yeah. wrote it but he didn't direct it uh, yeah. and it was like before he was a director and that's a gandolfini yeah it is and gandolfini is like basically playing uh tony soprano but it's kind of uh unsettling if you're a sopranos fan because it's like tony soprano if he was completely a psycho like deranged like uh i guess even scarier tony soprano damn okay big cast you got brad pitt in there brad pitt very funny little cameo little quick little role uh dennis hopper giving an insane speech there at the end hops oh Uh, yeah yeah a lot yeah (laughs) a little problematic that speech but but it's a you know yeah he's yeah Walken, Walken, Christopher Walken. Yeah, it's a it's a good movie. I remember watching that way too young. I was too young to see it, but uh, loved it. Oh yeah, it's great. Gary Oldman is a great Gary part. Oldman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so check it out. Yeah, you guys got plenty of time. Nothing's happening. Yeah, you watch some movies. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it for uh, this week's episode. Uh, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Follow us uh, on the social medias and follow us on Twitch. I think we may have figured out finally how to live stream video of us. Um, I know we had teased like months ago, potentially watching movies together or doing that kind of shit. And I think we might be able to do it now. So keep an eye out for that. We'll announce if we ever do that. Keep an eye out for more uh, MLB The Show games or uh, what is the other game y'all play? Call of Duty World of War Duty. II. There I think, go. yeah, we played it um, Saturday night and I twitched it even though I was pretty hammered. So you can go back and watch that. Have fun. Yeah. Keep an eye out for those things. And, uh, and yeah, follow us on the socials. Tell people about it. Keep listening. And... Um, Stay alive. Stay alive. Wear masks. Wash your hands. Don't ignore this virus. It's a real thing. Yeah. Stay alive. Stay alive, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Way down in Missouri, where I heard this melody. When I was a little fellow on my mammy's knee, the old folk. Were humming, banjos were strumming so sweet and low. Bill Simmons tonight said he thought you quit on the Celtics. What's your response to that? I would like to call him an idiot, but I'm too classy for that.